Hi, this is Ross from the Creeper of Armstrong podcast. You're listening to the Apotheosis of a Bombast. Hello everyone and welcome to another wonderful edition of Apotheosis of a Bombast. This is episode 51. Naha, not 50. 51? What happened to 50? <laughs> it's not recorded yet. Oh, okay. No, we're going to do that on I a live. What, sorry? Hmm? I thought I slept through it. I'm no, sure. no. It, it's, no. They're, they're not that dull. They're, they're quite good actually sometimes. No, no. I, I mean, like I was unavailable <laughs> and, you know, this whole time zone thing. Mother's Day being different times and... yeah. Not that. It's all going off in England at the moment. As we speak, we are losing our Prime Minister. Our other Prime Minister, in Alex, is stuck in traffic. I reckon if I take my headphones off, jump in my car, I could beat him down to see the Queen and say, Excuse me, I can run the country if you don't mind. That's right. <laughs> but that's not going to happen because I want to do this. So, episode okay. 51 is rocking. Let's go. Here we go. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Any any quick news while you're here? Nope, nope. There's a, a, a bit of drama going on in this infamous hockey league that I've mentioned it a couple times. You know, yep. grown men acting like children. Fortunately, after a rough start to the season where some of the drama was on my own team, it all seems to be happening elsewhere. So I just get to sit back, kick my feet up. So just before we started recording here, um, I was on the phone with one guy. I had two emails from another. It's... It's been a very pat your head, pat them on the head, and send them on their way kind of day. So right. I'll, I'll bring everyone up to speed. But the the drama that is over thirty hockey <laughs> is uh, not quite complete yet. So I have to wait till I have the whole scoop. How is about it, where you are? Is it called veterans uh, hockey or is it just called hockey? Uh, adult over thirty or adult hockey oh, okay. they call it. But that's part of the drama, you know. Someone someone snuck in a twenty four year old under his brother's name and oh, that's just not on. Yeah. They can't do well, that. That's a ringer. Except for the fact that it turned out almost every team has someone like that and you know, finger pointing left, right, and who should have known and who knew and let it go and yeah. if you can't who's beat afraid him. of who. <laughs> can't beat him, join him. Yep. Let's see. Um just a little update for everyone. The Bombas World Cup uh thingamajiggy that we're gonna be doing. We have fifteen names already entered in for this wonderful competition that's going to be happening next month at some point uh, we need another 17 names so if you're out there you're listening then just send us an email at bombastpodcast at gmail.com or you can either twitter it to me and scott personally uh, the twitters are on the the bombast page which is bombastpodcast uh, dot popbean.com I do believe off the top of my head mm-hmm. or you can stick it on the Facebook site and while you're there become a friend or a fan or like it or whatever they do at the moment I don't understand <laughs> why they change However, oh, that all works yes but you kids know how to do that don't you so yeah there we go um we're trying to do a, a pretty rush show today aren't we so should well, we just kind of, it'll be on the quick side I think we're we're in good shape though we we did get an email from loyal fan and follower and uh, all-round wonderful user. guy. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing though. Non That's something I was going to mention. I, I'm sensing an exodus of people off of Twitter. Okay. You know, it's and we had that happen with simply syndicated. People seem to kind of move out of the forums into Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I just find my Twitter feed partly. It's, it's all the lost 
people that not lost in the literal sense it's lost fans but um i mean they clog up the twitter stream quite a bit and, and i'm starting to kind of weed that down a little bit but underneath it all the, the people i used to look forward to interacting with are not really there so much right okay and it's not that they're ignoring me as at least that i know they're still there they're just not interacting mm -hmm. with anybody on that medium so i'm i'd be curious to hear if, if people are are losing interest in Twitter or if, if it's I know there's a lot of flaws in it and as it grows just like anything as it gets to be popular yeah well this week they had a bug as well didn't they where if you um, if you saw someone that you wanted to follow you could automatically make them follow you if you typed in there except I think it was uh. and it automatically made them follow you back and so Twitter turned around and said whoa we can't have that and shut the whole thing down from that perspective and everyone lost their followers and lost all their people that they're following as well so I I jumped on there last last night I think it was around about five o'clock and I had no no one following me and no followers and I was like oh okay I've been rumbled and <laughs> no no one likes me anymore fair <laughs> enough but no it, it all came back but it's it's a little tweaky every now and yeah. again uh, it gets high capacity every now and again as well. And to be honest, I've I've not fallen out of love of it. It's just I talk a lot of crap sometimes and sometimes it's easier to do it on there and sometimes I come off a complete dick sometimes. Uh, I don't bother <laughs> sticking half the stuff that I come across on. I just, I find what it used to bring for me, it's, I'm not getting that anymore and it's, it's partly... Um, how I'm using it, but it's also just the people that I used to interact with in that way just don't seem to be there anymore. So, yeah, I could find someone else, I guess. But it just overall it just seems to be getting used differently. It's it's much more instant reaction, and you know I don't need to see someone's minute by minute breakdown of the uh, of a basketball game or a soccer game. You know, occasional reactions is one thing, but I don't need the. Can you believe she's wearing that dress? Up. Oh, can't believe he just said that. He's not really laughing. Like, okay, I get it. Just go somewhere else. I've I've been guilty of doing that, but only through really terrible programs, i.e. the Eurovision Song Contest or, I don't know, Let's Come Dine With Me or whatever it is, and it's on in the corner, and I'm like, okay, can't believe they did that. Oh, this bloke's an idiot. And Yeah, but some people take it to a whole other level. Oh, and yeah. Just you know, you turn away for a second and your whole feed is filled with nonsense. And then you mistakenly follow one of their friends as well and you get the back and forth between them like, <laughs> like hello, I'm in the room. <laughs> anyway, this isn't the Twitter show. We've no, done that not. before. Yes, um, yes we had a, a story sent to us by our ex-friend on Twitter, Mr. Ori Studfarm. Still Anthony. friend overall, but just not Twitter follow ex-follower. Yeah, he does the um, the Scuttercast podcast, which is all about Red Dwarf and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, yeah he, he sent us a story. Uh, it was titled, We Fitful Made Me a Sex Addict. And it's got a picture of a, a randy old man standing on a Wii Fit board. With a little caption that says, Easy, Tiger. You're in danger of becoming a sex addict. <laughs> He's in the gym as well, isn't he? Yeah, well, this it is not the like man it. the story's about. The story's actually not even about a man. It's about Amanda. <clears throat> Amanda Flowers, I'll have you know. Oh. Well, I was <laughs> thinking more of the Anthony and Amanda 
email address that we get. Like, <gasps> it could be his wife, couldn't it? That would he wants to get the word out? Oh dear, oh dear. I don't know. Well, the story goes anyway. A woman claims falling off a Wii Fit board turned her into a nymphomaniac. Amanda Flower told the Daily Star she now needs sex up to ten times a day after damaging a nerve in the fall. Poor husband. It, it sounds great on paper, and I'm sure there's lots of 16 and 17-year-old guys go, yeah, I'd do that all day, no problems, yeah. Good luck with that one. So her diagnosis is persistent genital arousal disorder. Yeah. <laughs> I heard an advertisement, um, I think it was on the radio? I think it was on the radio, and I swore it had to be a, a parody, but it was real. It was for shift fatigue syndrome. What's that? That people work odd hours and then they're they're fatigued. And the advertisement said it affects one out of four Americans. Okay. And so I'm just waiting for like you know they do the the fake commercial sometimes on on uh, radio shows and then they went into like how you should consult your doctor so you can get more information about treatment for this and. Mm-hmm. It was it was bizarre. You're gonna have to record it. You have to try and get it somehow. I'll see if I can find it online. Yeah, but uh, this lady she said that she had small vibrations from her mobile phone or food processor were enough to turn her on. Now, I understand a f- uh, mobile phone being in your pocket and buzzing away. Mm-hmm. What's the food processor doing? What's she doing? Is she sitting on the counter? Standing too close, maybe. <laughs> the <laughs> air on, vibrations. Sitting on the washing machine. <laughs> Oh dear. Man. Maybe she sits on her phone and says, Phone me again. Please phone me again. <laughs> she dials herself. <laughs> it began as a twinge down below before surging through my body. Sometimes it built up to a tremend- uh, trembling orgasm. Oh, I-, I don't know if it feels sorry for her or not. <laughs> she's probably moaned about it all her life and now she's got it in bucket loads. And now she's like, oh, Really? All of this in one go? I don't think so. I don't know. She's. I I can't imagine that she gets anything out of it. I. <laughs> I mean, like that. There's nothing positive about having told everyone, "Hey, this is the deal." No. But... She said sexual activity can actually reinforce the sensation and provides only temporary relief. Actually, I'm sorry. That last quote was not attributed to Miss Flowers. It's attributed to U.S. Doctor Sandra Liebloom who's a former director of the Center for Sexual and Relationship Health in New Jersey. Ah, okay. She's the one who decided that these symptoms were something that could be defined as a disorder. Mm. Now, it, it, it can lead on to these, um, like, Tiger Woods has just notoriously become a sex addict, hasn't he? Now, is that just a, a celebrity excuse to keep banging one out and getting lots of chicks? You know, if if the uh, a normal run of the mill guy walked down the road and said, "Oh yeah, I, I, I'm a sex addict and I I can't help but having sex with eighteen people a week," then he'd just be oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, sure you're a sex addict, but with a celebrity, it's like, oh, it's a disease. Oh, let's feel sorry for them. You know, poor guy. You know, he he's got a disease. I think that's part of it, but I don't know. Oh, well. <laughs> Well, well, good luck to you, Miss Amanda Flowers. I hope it brings you everything you desire. 
Well, she says she wants to control it with deep breathing or find a super stud who can satisfy her. So I hope she finds that super stud. Good luck, mate. Okay, right. Story number two of the day. Um, it's off the Orange website, I think it was, and it's called Too Embarrassed to Call for Help. A Chinese man ended up stuck in a river in river silt for 11 hours because he was too embarrassed to call for help. Zion Chen, I think his name is, 25, a painter and decorator, got stuck after going for a late night dip in the river Changjiang River. And even though he had his mobile phone with him, he didn't call anyone for help as he was worried about losing face. Now he's got stuck and he's had many, many people actually trying to pull him out. There's a picture regarding mm -hmm. this. If you look at the picture, there's at least five, four, seven people with just their wife fronts. 13 people in the picture. Yeah. And seven or eight people with just their wife fronts on, pulling yeah. this guy out. They're covered in mud, pulling on a rope, and he stood there saying, no, I'm not going to take my trousers off because I'll lose face. He was spotted by a fisherman, I think it was. Hang on, let me, let me read it a little bit more. Yeah, I think he was uh, spotted by a fisherman and who proceeded to try and get some help. He'd actually um, got stuck in this silt. The silt had gone seep, seeped into his trousers, which had stuck to his legs, and mm -hmm. that had stuck him into the ground. But he didn't want to take his trousers off to actually get out because he just didn't want anyone to see his... Maybe he had flashy underwear on underneath. Maybe, maybe. he had ladies' underwear. and <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but you would think they would have said that, what, what the actual motivation was. He just... Yeah, he thought just, his mistake was really shameful. It, it, you wonder how he was raised. Like, Was he told a thousand times by his father and grandfather, don't get stuck in the lake no matter what you do. And he's like, no, father, it, I've let you down. <laughs> it's so shameful to get stuck in silt. Maybe he saw like three or four um, fishing boats go past him as well. And they're like, oh, look, there's, there's a guy wading out there, waving to him. And he's, he's like, I'm fine. Wave, fine waving thing. back as well with his mobile phone in his hand. Yeah, carry on, carry on. I'll get myself out. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't know, it's a bizarre story. You know, there's, there's, it's one of those things where that's all him. Yeah, it, it's totally his own fault. He could have got out there within two hours. But no, 11 hours later, he's still stuck in there. It's, it's bizarre. And even... This photograph that shows the 13 rescuers, I mean, there's nothing subtle about that at all. No, of course not. No, they're, they're all covered in mud. They're all down to their boxes. They're probably all slipping around. There's probably a lot of people just slipping around, getting covered in mud, and he's going, no, I'm not going to take my trousers off. I'm not doing it, mate. And they're all yeah. just giggling away, going, come on, just take your kegs off, and then we can be done with it. Or we can go for a, a little pint down the road. But no. So, so going from one crazy Chinese man stuck in the river to another little boy who got stuck in some iron garden, some iron bars. A six-year-old Chinese boy cheated death. The Chinese are mental, aren't they? If you're Chinese, I apologise, but you're mental. Anyway, um, <laughs> six-year-old Chinese boy cheated death when he fell out of a window of a tall building only to catch his ears in a metal grate. Ming Ming. How tall was it? A hundred feet above. Well, no, I just I thought it's a hundred feet above uh, sea level. I was gonna say that's lame, but it's never mind that. <laughs> it's a hundred yeah. feet above street level. Yeah, it's pretty high up. There's a picture of it proving it as well, which is nice. Nice to see a it's little a strange child. Strange thing that he must have been standing on. 
it, it's like a, a wire truss that would have had planking on it to be a deck or a patio or something, but yeah. there's nothing there, just the wire frame. Yeah, it looks more like the, is it the rebar or rubar that they build buildings out of? It looks like he slipped in between that. How would yeah. his shoulders pass through that? That's what I'm wondering exactly. first. Yeah, I mean, they show it like he's, everything fell through except the ears are just stuck, but yeah, that's exactly the point. But, you know, kids get into any type of predicament anyway, don't they? He could have been sideways and fallen sideways and had his head turned to the side, and that's how he's got caught. I don't, I don't know. But. It's highly suspect. I mean, between legs, feet, arms, yeah. you would have had to manipulate. If anything, you would have gone in the other way. Yeah, yeah, falling out of a window. It looks like someone's actually grabbed him by the feet and shoved him headfirst through this grate. Upwards, right. Yeah. Because I don't see how you could go the other way. Stay there, boy. We're going to get in the papers. No, I don't want to do this, Daddy. <laughs> anyway, yes. Ming Ming was left dangling eight floors above a city street with his head stuck in between these protective bars. The youngster screamed and bawled until he got caught, until he caught attention of passers-by. A crowd gathered... Horrified neighbours could do nothing until emergency service arrived. Firemen used hydraulic pressurised expanders to force open the bars and pull the terrified child to safety. Now, it sounds simple, but there's got to be a fire brigade, well, a fireman underneath him, because they, they must have put this, uh, these pressurised expanders. I think they use diesel for these as well, don't they? Mm -hmm. Or a liquid of some, some kind, and expanded it and... Just seeing the kid drop and go, oh, balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, pick him up. Well, you know, if a food processor can make enough vibration to get a woman aroused, then mm. who knows what kind of vibrations come from a hydraulic press. Am I shaking them right out? Yeah. But th this actually happened. Um, the boy woke up alone in his flat. His grandfather was supposed to be looking after him, and he's wandered around the flat, wondering where everyone's gone. He's leant on a window or stood next to a window and fallen out the window. And these, these protective grates have done exactly what they're supposed to do, but not by the ears. You know, they're, they're there. To, I think they're there more for the suicidal tendencies, really, aren't they? You get a lot yeah. of suicides and people jumping out of buildings. And apparently on... I've never been to the Empire State Building, but you, you've got like the suicide cages where people throw stuff off and... Yeah, there's like a, a bit of netting there so that you really can't jump off. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to be able yeah. to do it. Because loads of people throw pennies off, off the building, don't they? Yep. I've heard Just of... Just to see if it really will kill someone. Yeah, I know, it's <laughs> mental, isn't it? <laughs> do you reckon it really will kill someone? Let's go. Ding. And what do they do? Get down to the bottom and go... Yeah, that was us. Okay. But you'd, you'd imagine like a, a barrage of coins coming off the Empire State Building, almost <laughs> raining, peppering the floor daily. But Hold on one sec. There's other stuff coming in from your end. From my end? Cool. Is that you or is that me? What? That's you. Me? Yes. There was just like a commercial running through. Is that a website? Did you open a website that no. has something in the background? No, I haven't got anything. Curious. I can't hear anything. Hmm. Anyway, uh, Chinese <laughs> people. Show of all shows. Yeah. yeah. Chinese people, calm down, please. You're wonderful. You bring us wonderful stories throughout the whole year, but please don't be throwing kids out the window and getting stuck in mud. 
<laughs> anymore. Well, I'll, I'll use that as kind of a segue to a site for us. There's um, a Twitter account that you can follow that actually has a lot of this type of story and many more. <laughs> I, I should warn that it does produce a good number of links per day. Um, but it's not, not out of control. And so on Twitter, you would follow... One minute, I have to get it called up here. Slow Twitter, slow. Can I just say, I'm just looking at Twitter now, and obviously we've got this Prime Minister trading hands, and mm -hmm. all the country can talk about is EastEnders. And, oh, God. Have you ever heard of EastEnders? Yeah. Yeah. It's... Oh, oh God. I pity everyone that actually watches EastEnders. My missus watches EastEnders, and I take the mick out of her for watching that, so... <laughs> but, oh... Really, is that the world's most important thing in the world that they put EastEnders back half hour? Grind out loud, people. <laughs> well, if you're looking for an escape from that, you have uh, weird news. It's just weird news, all one word. That's what you'd follow on Twitter. And it actually is a, a feed for weirdasianews.com. And they have uh, a number of stories similar to what we had here. None of the ones we talked about today are on the front page right now. But there's, there's a lot of interesting things in there. And we've brought a couple of, of these stories out in front before. But if you like this kind of thing, it's definitely a site that, that's worth checking out. And if you follow it on Twitter, like I said, it probably you're going to get uh, maybe like 10 a day, mm -hmm. 6 a day. It's not too bad. But it, just going through the feed, these are the last couple of, of uh, things. Moth-munching bird finds perch at Twins Ballpark. Eh. Aussie father clasps, in, clasps infant as car hits. Murdered Chinese man reappears after 10 years. Gumby Gate scandal. China's high bow versus America's Gumby. Have you seen the video of that Aussie father uh, grabbing his infant? No, I haven't. That is mental. This car plows through. This car goes out of control and plows through uh, safety barriers. And the dad is pulling the the child out of its pram and turns around to the window to like window shop and this mm -hmm. car just pins him up against the wall it hits him around about 20 miles an hour wow if he hadn't picked up the kid the kid would have just been toast the the cot that he was actually sitting in goes flying and the window shatters and the the front of the car is shattered as well and enough lucky it's it's a wonderful video to watch because you know everyone got out of it safe yeah but you know, 10 seconds earlier, maybe not. Here's four alternate headlines for the same story from around the web. Um, man saves son's life as car crashes into them. Father saves baby as pensioner's car crashes into them. Father saves baby from out of control car. And video shows dad and baby escape horror smash. Hmm. If you can, try and find the video of it, because you'd be shocked. All right, I'll have to watch that in a little bit. And we'll somehow put it up on the uh, on the Podbean site as well. Yeah, there's. Uh, we'll be able to put it in the show notes, because mm. there's quite a number of links down here at the bottom of this that, that include that. Cool. But Weird Asia News does have uh, a lot of interesting stories, weird stories. Um, and like you said, the Twitter feed, it just gives you a headline... No more donuts for Nepalese police officers. Police say man makes up robbery to get ride home. 
uh, Lord Jesus Christ hit by car in Massachusetts. Isabella is top name for girls. Jacob, number one for boys. Just eels devour man's bowels. Just, <laughs> I want to read that one now. Stories and links. Yeah. So that's definitely a, a, a site to go and check out. And a, a Twitter, if you're still on Twitter, if it's not too passe for everyone now, it's definitely worth worth following. Mm. Just to give you that daily little dose of, of news. Awesome. So we have... Uh, couple other things that we're going to put into another show this was kind of a little quick episode for you guys we we know we've kind of been averaging about three episodes a month we'd like to be pretty regularly once a week probably have another month or so of of busy times and then we should be able to really pick up speed come you know june july and get it out a lot more regularly yep we'll get uh our 50th episode recorded soon watch on twitter or watch the facebook page for an announcement about it so you can come and join us it'll be in i, I believe you stream yes and that's we'll, right yeah sorry i'm just reading this uh eel devours man's bowels we're doing this story next time <laughs> oh there's there's so many good things i mean i just went through a couple of the headlines there there's some classics in there and, and there's some really good stuff you can search you can go by um country and then it actually breaks it down to they have news photos videos and the infamous English category, where things have been translated poorly. So, right, this is the first story that we're going to be doing next week. Okay, awesome. <laughs> so check it out on your own if you want, but tune in and we'll give you our thoughts on the on the story itself. And we got some more news. We got some other cool links, and that's basically it. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, guys, for sticking with us. I know it's a little short one, but enjoy as a little taster for next week. Yeah, we'll see you in a week. Thanks a lot, guys. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye. Tonight's episode of Apotheosis of a Bombast was brought to you by Elton McManus and Scott Copperman and was sponsored by the letters Q, M, and the magic number 3.